0: Shortly after the crash of 2008, I noticed more and more people my age and even seniors stocking supermarket store shelves and working cash registers, ringing up groceries. Once these jobs were strong career paths backed by a union. Today, they're mid-level or worse service jobs, sometimes filled by lifers, often filled by people looking to add a second job, pay for prescription drug premiums in the case of seniors. Or, like my sister Nancy, a way to get health insurance while figuring out what to do next. Working at Trader Joe's, coming up on One on One. This is Cornucopia. Sis, it's Matt. How are you? I'm well. Today, we're talking with someone who knows firsthand if Trader Joe's is actually a really good place to work, like everybody says. She's actually my older sister. The woman who once convinced me to give her a dime for a nickel because the nickel was bigger. An expert salesperson, a really loving mother and sister, and somebody who worked at Trader Joe's. Nan, how did you end up working at Trader Joe's? Very
1: briefly, after a 30-year career in uh, retail lighting in 2008 into 2009, I found myself, for the first time, unemployed, became a recreational therapist, and then the state of Connecticut closed the facility where I was working Due to the fact that the um, owner was built in the state and hadn't paid taxes. And I don't mean to digress from the main topic, but...
0: No, that's kind of relevant yeah. in today's America. Mm.
1: So true. And then um, a bookstore that went out of business uh, was becoming a Trader Joe's right in town. And a friend of mine said, Nancy, why don't you go apply to Trader Joe's? They had tents set up in this parking lot, and someone who looked sort of like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo who was interviewing me.
0: Was he wearing a Hawaiian shirt?
1: He was. He was like, hey, how are you today? Why do you want to work at Trader Joe's? I said, well, I need a job, and I need benefits, and I think I could be good a good fit there he gave me an application to fill out it did not require a math test a drug test any kind of language test and I filled it out and I noticed he put it on the smaller pile There was a really big pile and then there was a smaller pile and mine went on the smaller pile
0: one of the things that they really are known for is engaging employees that are not milk toast, that it can be outgoing and like people. So I'm sure when he greeted you, he was actually that was your first interview.
1: Yes, yes, and, and later we were told that that we were all hired on our personalities.
0: One of the things that I know was you were looking to get benefits because of the expense of Cobra from your previous job, correct?
1: That is correct. Yeah,
0: and so what did they tell you about benefits, and how long did it take you to get benefits?
1: That's interesting you should ask. Um, They said that I would get benefits. I kind of understood I would get them in three months. So I had to wait nine months to get benefits. And I know a friend of mine who was hired as a mate, which is what they call a manager, because when you work at Trader Joe's, you do pretend you're on a boat. (laughs) <laughs> well he got benefits right away but crew members did not does
0: anyone ever get seasick
1: i got seasick quite often <laughs> i mean you got i think two long-sleeved shirts two short-sleeved shirts and a sweatshirt when they called to tell me i got the job well they said yes we so happy we want you on board and we're going to give you twelve dollars an hour i Wanted to die.
0: And what's minimum wage, or what was minimum wage in Connecticut back
1: then? I think it was less than $8. It was not much. Uh, by the way, I figure is 900 people in Stamford, Connecticut applied for 80 jobs.
0: Yeah, no question. For a lot of people, that would have been good coming from your career. That was a definite, like, what-the-fuck moment. Right. I wanted to get into the working conditions. When you were working the load, stocking the items on the shelf, opening the cases... You weren't allowed to sit down, even if you were doing the bottom shelf, like you couldn't sit on a milk crate or a case.
1: That is correct. Well, one day I sat on the step stool because I was working right at that level. And this manager, who was probably a third of my age, came to me and said, oh, Nancy, we don't do that here. So I promptly got off the step stool. And
0: <laughs> So even though the shelf is at your knee level or lower, you're not allowed to sit down.
1: Um, Some people would sit down on the floor cross-legged. They did give us pads to kneel on.
0: Yeah, that's pretty standard, and that's because of workers' comp. And in general, how would you rate management?
1: Well, oddly enough, I would say that they really were very good, with the exception of the one manager who came to me when I punched in and then hung up my jacket and said, Levine. Only hookers and models get paid to take their clothes off. Next time, punch in after you hang up your jacket.
0: (laughs) And how far was the clock from the coat check?
1: I don't know, 50 or 60 feet.
0: So all of a minute, 12 seconds. Yeah,
1: but I I, I would say, but there was um, probably a propensity to micromanage because they really weren't used to dealing with 58-year-old women had much more um, teenagers who would not really have the same work ethic I had. So sometimes I did feel very micromanaged, and I, what was a source of frustration? Different managers would tell you to do things different ways, yeah, and that would get me a little crazy. But I just realized, you know what? Half a loaf of bread is better than none, isn't that what our father always said?
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: And I was getting half a loaf of bread, and I knew that if I quit, there were like 800 other people who would lunge at this job. It was actually kind of fun.
0: Tell us what you liked most about it.
1: Well, I did like being in the tasting station. Although sometimes we would have regulars who would come in and eat the whole tray of samples. (laughs) You couldn't really get them out fast enough.
0: Were they mostly sad, lonely people, maybe of our ages are older, or was there a particular...
1: Well, sometimes they were pudgy kids who reminded me of myself when I was little and used to fill my pockets with the Starlight mints at Alvides. And sometimes they were like my Spanish teacher in high school was one person, and I guess she was probably in her 80s at that point.
0: Was that senora...
1: You can't say her name, yes. <laughs> was
0: it? Or was it? It was, yeah, you can block out her name. Oh my god, yes. she taught me. We were taught how to sing this Schaefer beer commercial back in the yes. 1970s. Yes. Schaefer is la cerveza cuando más, <laughs> so,
1: but yeah, I think some people were lonely. It was fun to talk to people. I because the store was in the town where I grew up, I Actually saw, even at my advanced age, I saw a few of my teachers. I saw some of my kids' teachers. I saw people I had socialized with. It was kind of like having your life kind of flash before your eyes on a daily basis and totally random.
0: And you did once refer to a certain TV show in talking about your experience at the tasting table or the demo table.
1: Oh, I, I think you mean the movie The Hunger Games.
0: Correct, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what I would refer to my job as. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would try to see how many, how solidly I could pack a double bag, and then some people would be appalled when they'd go to lift it. So
0: you were good and quick, but you you forgot the other rule in grocery bagging, weight distribution in regards to the strength of the customer. And, and so you worked the cash registers too, or you just worked as a bagger?
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We cleaned the bathrooms. We cleaned the break room. We retrieved the shopping carriages. And this store happens to have a parking lot that's on a hill. So they'd send you out to do carriages, was what that task was called. And you had this long strap, and you were supposed to like weave it through 10 or 12 carriages. And I thought... Let's see, I'm still on Cobra, I'm making less money than I made in 1980, and I am almost a senior citizen, and so I would only do two carts at a time.
0: <laughs> Good for you.
1: And I'd be very happy to be outside, although I have to say I was always a little ashamed when somebody I knew <laughs> would drive up in the parking lot <laughs> and see me pushing carriages. and
0: Wearing your Trader Joe's, Hawaiian. I
1: I should have listened to my mother and this is my punishment, but anyway, they didn't often give me the carriages to do because I wasn't like the best one for that job. They tried to give jobs to, you know, people who were good at it, like the big strong guys would usually work the box, which is the refrigerator, or do frozen um, so it, it was it was a very interesting experience. And but, what kind um, of
0: discount did you get? What kind of discount did you get?
1: Oh, very little. 10%.
0: But 10%. I have to say,
1: they gave you raises twice a year. And if you did not get a raise three times in a row, then you were out.
0: And what, what I, did you end up... Was the rate 75 cents a dollar?
1: Oh, gosh, no. I think... After 2 years I went from $12 to 14.75.
0: So that's $2.75 would divided by 4 raises so yeah somewhere around and, 65 cents.
1: And then they had a thing called a double bubble which they have since done away with but they would tell people now we are allowed to give out two double bubbles a year. And What a double bubble is, someone would get a double raise, somebody who really (laughs) exemplified, you know, all the best assets, really someone who was perfect at doing every task. And I just thought, well, I'm not even going to try to get the double bubble because I just didn't think I would get it. And I was not going to be a total suck up (laughs) to get Um, such a little bit of money. Yeah, and your kids were
0: grown and, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thank God I didn't need the money to pay my rent, because it wasn't much money. It was less money than I made on unemployment. And then working the load, oh, my God, everything would come in on pallets, and it would. there was a morning truck that brought, let's see, the morning truck brought the salads and what's called fresh, which includes deli, cheese, milk, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, produce. And then the night truck would be, bring Frozen and all of the dry goods, canned goods, cereal, soap, all of that. And I let them know right away that I was a morning person. I had no interest in working till midnight. and I really you were wanted working a- the
0: dance floor with some good rock and roll.
1: That's true.
0: When uh, w- When you were working the load, was there a certain... Quantity of cases you'd need to stock? Were they micromanaging? Oh,
1: yeah. The fresh came in on a big stack on a pallet, probably eight feet high. And they kept trying to get me to be able to work it all in an hour, and I just couldn't do Wait, it. Wait,
0: eight feet? So that's and I probably was four cases, four <coughs> cases, eight cases high. Four cases around, so that's four. That's thirty-two cases in an hour.
1: Well, they weren't cases, Matt. They so, were these sort of trays that were about three feet okay, square. Okay, yeah.
0: Well, I like, I get and it.
1: maybe ten inches deep, and they all stacked onto each other like Legos.
0: Yeah, I know what it was those are. With sure. salads.
1: Yeah, so it was that. Three Mondays in a row, I I just couldn't do it. I didn't really care. At 8 o'clock when the store opened, everything went back in the box and someone else would come to work it because then I think I was supposed to do the tasting station. And so then they stopped trying to get me to do what I couldn't do. It wasn't that I didn't want to or I was being obstinate. I just couldn't work it that fast.
0: And did you get, you still got a raise though?
1: I did, but I, they always said that I didn't take criticism well. They always praised my customer interaction, but man, they always found something well,
0: that's a, negative that's any to sort say of, too. Well, that's any sort of PR. I mean, HR rather. Uh, that's any sort of...
1: Yeah. You know. So I always got the raise, but there was always like, well, you need improvement here. And you should be working faster. And I'm thinking, my God, they kind of had very high expectations.
0: Um, and let's see, a couple more minutes, anything, any other stories, any other areas of interest that we haven't really talked about?
1: Well, there's some interesting things in the manual, which I'm kind of sorry I didn't say for posterity. But it says, California... Okay crew members are asked not to smoke marijuana before their shift.
0: That's because if you have a medical card, I once worked with a guy who was a, a food serv- in food service who looked more stoned than, um, you know, Cheech and Chong at a Bob Marley house party. <laughs> oh my
1: and he God. smelled
0: like it, too. When they told him he had to go home, He threatened to sue them because of his need to his medicine, so that's why they have to put it that way.
1: Oh, interesting, and you had um, a 30-minute break, and then you had two 10-minute breaks, and then basically you were standing for all of the rest of the day. When we went for training, the store was pretty much empty, and they were just kind of telling us what to expect and handing out our T-shirts and our um, guidebooks and what they called a passport, which had your ID and this and that in it. And there were no chairs. Nobody sat down for five hours.
0: In the training session?
1: In the training, And were you
0: walking around the store or you were...
1: Well, we were walking around, and we were just kind of standing in spots, too, as different people were talking to us. And it almost seemed cruel. And then at one point, the mate said, Oh, if anyone wants to sit down, you can. And I promptly sat on the floor cross-legged, and I, to my horror, I was the only one who sat. I jumped right up. I said, Oh, did I just fail a test? But... Another reason why I called it the Hunger Games is because every week somebody else quits. And I have heard that 50% of all Trader Joe hires quit after, I believe, six months. Now, I don't know if that's just Trader Joe folklore or well, what, interesting. but I can kind of see why, because it's very, very demanding.
0: In this economy, there's a lot of people coming into retail service jobs that are coming from an office environment or more of a white-collar environment, and I think there's probably a lot of pushback in that regard. But no doubt, you know, as a store, they squeeze their vendors, and it's clear that they, I won't use the word squeeze, they really demand a lot of their employees, and if you're not up for it, you know, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, you can go into Safeway here, and uh, I always joke that the goddamn barcode is not a Where's Waldo quiz when you have six of the same items, and some of those blessed cashiers have to search around 10, 15 seconds on each one for the barcode yeah, because they forgot to how one. to do quantity of six. Yeah. yeah or they they just can't you know they so anyways yeah i mean uh trader joe's is kind of known for being demanding on all fronts
1: they taught us about a scam that people do with a hundred dollar bill they might just buy a few items and then they show you a hundred dollar bill and somehow distract you and hand you a 10 and then um you give them change for the hundred and you're short like 93 that did happen to me once. I was short $35, and the only thing I could think of was someone did that to me with a $50 bill. And I had to f- fill out a paperwork and, you know, yeah. just it, they had to file a report. But that was the only time that happened.
0: I'll have to remember that trick for when I'm too old to work.
1: <laughs> Matthew, you're not going to do Keep that. Keep me
0: from eating cat food, folks. Go on, to our po- oh. go on to our website, cornucopia.show. $75 gets you a tote bag.
1: <laughs> We're going
0: to sign off. Special thanks to my mom and dad uh, yes. and for having Nancy and me come out of the same womb. <laughs> How
1: about that?
0: It's bedtime for you back east. It is. You going to yoga in the morning?
1: You know, I don't think I will. I think I'm going to sleep in because we have a John Fogarty concert tomorrow night in Westport. Oh, nice. I have to get my rest. And I have to work for eight hours in a lighting store. Hooray, I'm back in my old industry. I survived the grocery business.
0: That is true. Uh, My sister got back in the lighting industry working with what at one time was our family's main competition. However, <laughs> our family business is no more, so the main competition were better competitors. They were. In historic South Norwalk, ask for her. <laughs> At lighting, she'll get you what you need. That's and unlike right. the days when she was trading nickels for dimes, she makes sure you're happy right. with what you buy. <laughs> Thanks, sis.
1: Bye, honey.
0: Love you. Love you too. Bye.
1: i no less the supermarket. can shop
0: This is Cornucopia.